Hello, my friends, and good Friday morning to you. Thank you so much for being with us today. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. This week we've been considering the phrase, being in the world but not of the world. And we've looked at things uh, in a scriptural sense that says that in this world of, of trouble, we are um, able to live in a certain manner that is really uh, much different than the world in which we walk. It reminded me of a, a movie that came out within the last few months uh, starring Tom Hanks. And it was called News of the World. I don't know if you got to see that or not, but it was pretty interesting. And what it was was a, a reality of, uh, of, a, of a profession that some had back in the frontier days of the United States. And what it was was a fellow who, who was educated enough that he could read well, and uh, he would get all the newspapers of the of back east where things were happening and of of technology that is to come and the things that's going on from around the world and he would take these newspapers to uh, places out west where they wouldn't have been able to receive much information or news at all if any and so he would take these newspapers and he would get a maybe a a whole gathering of the entire town on a night or two and he would start reading newspapers and what he was doing was just really allowing these folks to think of a different place, someplace separated from where they were. Uh, but he was telling them of the good things that were probably going to head their way of technology and world events, of improvements, of inventions. And these people would get all excited knowing that there's something else and it's coming their way and it's not going to be very long. And pretty soon they're going to have these valuable resources and their life was going to be so much better. Well, I'll tell you what, I think in the Christian sense, when we're talking about the understanding of in the world, not of the world, I think that a lot of us should, maybe we should try to be a little more like Tom Hanks in the aspect of this, that we too should be standing in front of an audience, telling them that someday, a Lord and Savior by the name of Jesus Christ was going to come to this land, this earth, this place, and he was going to redeem all people. Until then that we know for sure that we have things in hand right now for living today uh, that are accessible only because of God's work in our life. Even in the midst of all the trouble that surrounds us in this world, what we talked about this week, the scripture promises that we can have joy and we can have peace and we can be led by the light of Jesus Christ. And in all things, we have the grace of God saying that he will always be with us, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. We should be like that character and heralding the good things to come and the beauty that is promised in a land that is ruled and by the mighty, beautiful hand of Jesus Christ. It's been a good week. And I hope that you've drawn encouragement from us. And I'll tell you what, there's a, a passage that we're going to finish the week out in, in chapter 12 of Hebrews. And I just love how it comes at the heels of uh, chapter 11, the hall of faith, you might remember, of the Bible. And it talks about all the people that have gone before us. And they told us about this distant land, this place that was sure, and the place that they were confident they were going to spend the rest of their life, their eternity in. And they were telling us to come, believe, follow. And they heralded it. 
And it was just like they had the pages of Scripture, even though they were the pages of Scripture. And they were shouting out, God is good, and God is joy, and God is peace, and God is light, and God is grace. And on this day, they wanted us to hear about God. Ah, you know, let's forget about being like Tom Hanks. Let us be like the people in chapter 11 of Hebrews. The people that are heralding the news of a coming kingdom with excitement and joy. Here's what chapter 12 begins with. Therefore, therefore, because of what we know from those who lived before, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. It's our turn. And now we have the opportunity to stand in front of the world and proclaim his, his name. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, but first and foremost, let, it get, let us get it straight here in our own lives. The author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from the sinful men, him, Jesus Christ, who suffered because of the world that he came to save. Consider that, so that you might not grow weary and lose heart. Let us not be thrown off by where we presently exist in this world. And let us be confident of where we're headed in the world to come. We began this week in Philippians chapter 3, and in that, the author wrote, but we are citizens of heaven. We are no longer even, even belong here. We are citizens of heaven. And from there, we eagerly await our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has promised to return. <laughs> Folks, I know that's great news for me, and I know it's great news for you. Can you imagine what that might be to people who we have the opportunity today to speak to? And proclaim those truths. So I don't know where you're at. I never do, my friends. But I know for some of you it's not the best of times. But I pray in every way that even in that, God's grace is with you. And because of that, we can hang in there. Because if we read on into Hebrews, the author would be asked, when is all this going to take place? And he repeats, in just a little while. In just a little while. In just a little while, these beautiful promises of God, the streets of gold, will be our habitat. And we'll no longer have to worry about what's going on here, but we'll be full-fledged citizens of heaven in the presence of Him who came and saved and redeemed the lost. Folks, I hope that's the best news you've ever heard. And I hope it sinks deep into your heart. And this is a blessed weekend. I pray that you have a church family that calls you their loved one and that you feel the same about them and a place where from the pulpit each and every week the love of God is preached and the grace of God is just spread out through the community. So folks, until we see you again on Monday, our prayers are with you and we covet your prayers for us as well. So take care. Let's close this up with a prayer 
and let's head into the best weekend that God has ever produced for us in our lives and in the lives of all that we meet. Heavenly Father, thank you for this week of messages um, that came straight out of the scripture, promising so many wonderful things, joy and peace and light and grace in a world where we don't belong, but the world that we're called to be witnesses to. And so give myself, everybody who's listening, all of our friends, the strength to do just that. Be proper and true and uh, consistent in our privilege of being your witnesses. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Take care, my friends. We'll see you Monday, God willing. Bye.